Hi, I'm David Island, the Wildlife Man. Welcome to another Wildlife Man podcast. Now this is episode number 13, and the story is titled, The Deer Hunter. Now last year, I was contracted by Rigby Firearms. They make some of the finest quality rifles in the world. They're based in England and actually used by the royal family. Now Rigby contracted me to produce an ethical hunting film of a sandbar stag in the Victorian Alps. Now sandbar deer are extremely challenging animals to hunt. One, because they're mostly nocturnal, but also because they tend to browse rather than graze. So they stay in the deep forest and they're browsing on shrubs and leaves and bark and roots of trees rather than come out into the open and graze on the grass. Now what took place turned out to be an almost near death experience for me, but also an adventure of a lifetime. I've come here to the highlands in Victoria. It's the middle of winter and it's cold. In fact, the tops of these mountains are covered in snow. I've come here to hunt the Holy Grail, arguably the, the hardest animal to hunt, and that's the sandbar deer that live in this very rugged country. And the rifle I've brought along is the Rigby Deerstalker rifle. Arguably the finest brand rifle made anywhere in the world. Now sandbar deer were introduced into Australia over 150 years ago and their numbers have absolutely thrived, especially in the Victorian Alps and the high country. In fact, they may well exist in numbers well over half a million. Now, sandbar deer are a much prized game animal for their magnificent antlers and also their delicious meat. However, they can be a major problem in the wilderness. They can compete with native animals for food and also destroy wilderness regions. Now, I've been a hunter for most of my life, bow hunting and also rifle shooting, and I've always promoted ethical hunting that hunters always are very, very careful with shot placement so they achieve a humane cull. Now, successful hunters must have a thorough knowledge of the species that they're hunting, especially their behaviour. They must be clever at stalking and also tracking. Now, I knew we were going to hunt some very difficult, very heavy bushland, steep country, slippery, dangerous country in the Victorian Alps, the Victorian high country. I wanted the best advantage that I could possibly get. So I contacted a mate of mine, Daniel, who specialises in training pointer dogs. These dogs are absolutely amazing. What they do when they smell a deer, they freeze and they point. They don't move and they hardly make any sound. And it gives a hunter a chance to get that lethal shot. Now I'm 73 years of age and I'm still quite fit. 
I train at gym regularly. In fact, I'm an ambassador to Crunch Gyms and I promote mature age guys to train. However, my balance is not as good as it was when I was younger. So when I'm climbing mountains, I have to be very careful not to slip. When we started up those very, very steep mountains in the Victorian Alps, the high country, I was very cautious because it had been snowing the night before and the ground was icy and very slippery. And that concerned me. And I'm trying to keep up with the pointer dogs and Daniel and stumbling sometimes and being very cautious and a bit concerned that I would fall. So I'm just taking it nice and slow. Heavy backpack, cameras, whatever, rifle over my shoulder and taking it real easy. Now after something like five hours of trekking and we're all getting a bit exhausted, we did come on to a few hinds. But that's not what I was after. I wanted a magnificent stag. Eventually, they found one. And they were well below us. And they froze, not moving, pointing. And I had trouble seeing what the hell they were pointing at. And I'm looking through the scope, and then I could see. There it was. A magnificent sandbar stag. My God, they're almost like a horse with antlers. These things are so big and hard to see. Their coloration is a yellowish brown and dark and black. Their fur perfectly matches that really heavy country of the Victorian Alps and high country. Not easy to see. I couldn't use the bipod. I had to do a freehand shot. I really took my time. Breathed out slightly, relaxed my shoulders, got the crosshairs exactly where I want. I want perfect shot placement for an ethical cull. If I can't get the shot placement that I want, I will not take the shot. The crosshairs right where I want them and I squeeze the trigger. I'd taken down a big sandbar stag with one shot, an ethical, humane cull. I'd achieved my goal. Trained so well. They did such a good job, Dan. To get that on film, both of them locking oh. on time. That was tough country, wasn't it? We were coming down this really steep mountain and the dogs smelt the deer and they both stop, and they freeze and they point. They're actually, um, they actually air scenting that down for what, 200 metres. Yeah. We just came down eventually that point's just the finale. Ah, oh, sensational. Wasn't it? The fascinating thing about these sandbar is they are the biggest deer species we have in Australia. Certainly the heaviest. You can see the size of these animals. They're monstrous creature, they really are. Magnificent. Very, very big animal. But if you look at the coloration, and look at the coloration of the bush, these mountains, the scrub we're hunting in, they perfectly match, so they're really hard to see, really hard to spot. Although Dan and especially his, his dogs, they, they find them by scent. Then they point, and then it gives us a chance to really look with the 
binoculars and see the animal and then hopefully get a shot. But it's not easy. These sandbar have got incredible senses, fantastic hearing and amazing sense of smell. They can hear grasshoppers jumping off the, the grass when you're walking through it from bloody 50 100 yards away. Their hearing is insane, but especially their sense of smell. So it's a very hard animal to hunt. It takes a lot of skill. And with the help of people like Dan and his spotting dogs, you've got a chance of getting one. And we did. Also having a fine rifle like the Rigby. Beautiful rifle, beautifully made, really quiet, bold action and super accurate. And it did the job for me. So it's been a special day. Now we did the to camera and we finished the production for Rigby, but now it was getting dark. And we're still two, three hours from the truck, high up on this very slippery, icy mountain. And all we had were little headlamps. Getting down off that mountain was a major, major problem for me. I don't have the balance that I used to have. The ground was so slippery and so icy, and a bad fall can result in broken leg or back or easily a fatality. I did not enjoy the trek down off that mountain. It was dangerous, very dangerous. But eventually we arrived back at the truck, cold and exhausted. The next day the guys returned to the carcass, they butchered it and they got many kilos of delicious deer meat. The film was a great success. What is so sad is many people are so scared of failure that they won't try and they don't achieve their goals. They don't take up the challenges. They don't squeeze all the juice out of life and they live with regrets. Never live with regrets. Never be scared of failure. Never let the fear of failure stop you from trying. The deer film was a great success. It was dangerous and very difficult, but it was an adventure of a lifetime. Now, every week we will publish a new Wildlife Man podcast. So if you enjoy, please subscribe. Please share, like, and ring that notification button so you never miss a new story being published. And remember, all my films are available streaming on demand from Vimeo. So that's it from me till next week. I am your wildlife man. <laughs>